Hello, everybody. It's Troy the Man. So, you guys are probably wondering what this is about. Well, here it is. Let me pull it up real quick. Alright, so here's the deal. Alright, that stupid manifesto from the El Paso shooter. Yes, I know, I know. I shouldn't be praising this whack job. I'm not really praising him because he is stupid. So now we're going to take a look. The title of his manifesto is The Inconvenient Truth. In general, I support the Christ Church shooter and his manifesto. This attack is a response to the Hispanic invasion of Texas. They are the instigators, not me. I am simply defending my country from cultural and ethnic replacement brought on by an invasion. Some people will think this statement is hypocritical because of the nearly incomplete ethnic and cultural destruction brought to the Native Americans by our European ancestors, but this just reinforces my point. The natives didn't take the invasion of Europeans seriously, and now what's left is just a shadow of what was. My motives for this attack are not at all personal. Actually, the Hispanic community was not my target before I read The Great Replacement. This manifesto will cover the political and economic reasons behind the attack, my gear, my expectations of what response this will generate, and my personal motivations and thoughts. Well, already we know that he, he is talking about the illegal immigration into this country, and he's calling an invasion, and that was just a... Uh, that paragraph right there was just an intro to this stupid manifesto. He's a nut job, so I'm not praising this guy in any way. Now, political reasons. This is the next part. In short, America is rotting from the inside out, and peaceful means to stop this seem to be nearly impossible. The inconvenient truth is that our leaders, both Democrat and Republican, have been failing us for decades. They are either complacent or involved in one of the biggest betrayals of the American public in our history. The takedown of the United States government by unchecked corporations. I could write a 10-page essay on all the damages these corporations have caused. But here is what is important. Due to the death of the baby boomers, the increasing anti-immigration rhetoric of the right and the ever-increasing Hispanic population, America will soon become a one-party state. The Democrat Party will own America, and they know it. They have already begun the transition by pandering heavily to the Hispanic voting bloc in the first Democratic debate. They intend to use open borders, free health care for illegals, citizenship, and more to enact a political coup 
by importing and then legalizing millions of new voters. With policies like these, the Hispanic support for Democrats will likely become nearly unanimous in the future. The heavy Hispanic population in Texas will make us a Democrat stronghold. Losing Texas and a few other states with heavy Hispanic populations to the Democrats is all it would take for them to win nearly every presidential election. Although the Republican Party is also terrible, many factors within the Republican Party are pro-corporation, pro-corporation equals pro-immigration. But some factions within the Republican Party don't prioritize corporations over our future. So the Democrats are nearly unanimous with their support of Ill of immigration, while the Republicans are divided over it. At least with, with Republicans, the process of mass immigration and citizenship can be greatly reduced. Now, of course, you know, again, anti-immigration, uh, I mean, anti-illegal immigration, I mean, so far we know he's not lying. But I'm not praising this guy because what he did was fucking stupid. And it was, too. Now for economic reasons. In short, immigration can only be detrimental to the future of America. Continued immigration will make one of the biggest issues of our time, automation, so much worse. Some sources say that in under two decades, half of American jobs will be lost to it. Of course, some people will be retrained, but most will not. So it makes no sense to keep, let, keep on letting millions of illegal or legal immigrants flood into the United States and to keep the tens of millions that are already here. Invaders who also have close to the highest birth rate of all ethnicities in America. In the near future, America will have to initiate a basic universal income to prevent widespread poverty and civil unrest as people lose their jobs. Joblessness in all right, next page itself is a source of civil unrest. The less dependence on a government welfare system, the better. The lower the unemployment rate, the better. Achieving ambitions, social projects like universal health care and UBI would become far more likely to succeed if tens of millions of dependents are removed. Even though new, new migrants do the dirty work, their kids typically don't. They want to live the American dream, which is why they get college degrees and fill higher paying skilled positions. This is why corporations lobby for more illegal immigration even after decades of it happening. They need to keep replenishing the low-skilled labor force. Even as migrant children flood skilled jobs, corporations make the worse by lobbying for even more work visas to be issued for skilled foreign workers to come here. Recently, the Senate, under a Republican administration, has greatly increased the number of foreign workers that will take 
American jobs. Remember that both Democrats and Republicans support immigration and work visas. Corporations need to keep replenishing the labor pool for, for both skilled and unskilled jobs to keep wages down. So automation is a good thing as it will eliminate the need for new migrants to fill unskilled jobs. Jobs that Americans can't survive on anyway. Automation can and would replace millions of low-skilled jobs if, if immigrants were deported. This source of competition for skilled labor from immigrants and visa holders around the world has made a very difficult situation even worse for natives as they compete in the skilled job market. To compete, people have to get better credentials by spending more time in college. It used to be that a high school degree was worth something. Now a bachelor's degree is what's recommended to be competitive in the job market. The cost of college degrees has exploded as their value has plummeted. This has led to a generation of in-debt, overqualified students filling menial jobs, low-paying and unfulfilling jobs. Of course, these migrants and their children have contributed to the problem, but are not the sole cause of it. The American lifestyle affords our citizens an incredible quality of life. However, our lifestyle is destroying the environment of our country. The decimation of the environment is creating a massive burden on for future generations. Corporations are heading the destruction of our environment by shamelessly over-harvesting resources. This has been a problem for decades. For example, this phenomenon is brilliantly portrayed in the decades-old classic, The Lorax. Watersheds around the country, especially in agricultural areas, are being depleted. Fresh water is being polluted from farming and oil drilling operations. Consumer culture is creating thousands of tons of unnecessary plastic waste and electric electronic waste. And recycling to help slow this down is almost non-existent. Urban sprawl creates in inefficient cities which unnecessarily destroys millions of acres of land. We even use God knows how many trees worth of paper towels just to wipe water off our hands. Everything I have seen and heard in my short life has led me to believe that the average American isn't willing to change their lifestyle, even if the changes only cause slight inconvenience. The government is unwilling to tackle these issues beyond empty promises since they are owned by corporations. Corporations that also like immigration because more people means bigger markets for their products. I just want to say that I love the people of this country, but goddamn, most of y'all are just too stubborn to change your lifestyle. So... The next logical step is to decrease the number of people in America using resources. If we can get rid of enough people, then our, will, our way of life can become more sustainable. Now, he, 
that was a big environmental thing. So apparently this guy is, I wouldn't even consider him a conservative at this point. He's more of a moderate who leans right. Nothing in here about white supremacy. So don't believe the media when they tell you that he's a white supremacist. He's not a white supremacist. All right. But it doesn't matter because he killed a bunch of people and he should face punishment because he's a fucking idiot. Yes, I called him a fucking idiot. So now he's getting ready to talk about his gear. So, main gun, AK-47, WASR-10. I realized pretty quickly that this isn't a great choice because it's the civilian version of the AK-47. It's not designed to shoot rounds quickly, so it overheats massively after about 100 shots fired in quick succession. I'll have to use a heat-resistant glove. To get around this. Alright, next page. AM3 bullet. This bullet, unlike pretty much any other 762 by 39 bullet, actually fragments like a pistol hollow point when shot out of an AK-47 at the cost of penetration. Penetration is still reasonable, but not nearly as high as a normal AK-47 bullet. The AK-47 is definitely a bad choice without this bullet design and may still be with it. Other gun, if I get one, AR-15. Pretty much any variation of this gun doesn't heat up nearly as fast as the AK-47. The round of this gun isn't designed to fragment, but instead tumbles inside the tar a target, causing lethal wounding. This gun is probably better, but I wanted to explore different options. The AR-15 is probably the best gun for military application, but isn't a military application. This will be a test of which is more lethal, either it's fragmentation or tumbling. I didn't spend much time preparing for this attack, maybe a month, probably less. I, ha I have done this before uh, I have to do this before I lose my nerve yeah he's forgetting words in there um, I figured that an underprepared attack and a meh manifesto is better than no attack and no manifesto okay so I don't know why you would add that in there but okay Reaction. Systematically, millions of migrants have returned to their homes, countries, to reunite with the family they lost contact with when they moved to America. They come here as economic immigrants, not for asylum reasons. This is an encouraging sign that the Hispanic population is willing to return to their home countries if given the right incentive. An incentive that myself and many other patriotic Americans will provide. This will remove the threat of the Hispanic voting bloc, which will make up for the loss of millions of baby boomers. 
This will also make the elites that run corporations realize that it's not in their interest to continue pissing off Americans. Corporate America doesn't need to be destroyed, but just shown that they are on the wrong side of history. That if they don't ban, bend, they will break. Seems to me this is more like an anti-corporation, anti-pollution manifesto or anti-immigration as well than fucking white supremacy. Personal reasons and thoughts. My whole life, I have been preparing for a future that currently doesn't exist. The job of my dreams will likely be automated. Hispanics will take control of the local and state governments of my beloved Texas, changing policy to better suit their needs. They will turn Texas into an instrument of a political coup, which will hasten the destruction of our country. The environment is getting worse by the year. If you take nothing else from this document, remember this. Inaction is choice. I can no longer bear the shame of inaction knowing that our founding fathers have endowed me with the rights needed to save our country from the brink of destruction. Our European commanders don't have the gun rights needed to, uh, not commanders, comrades. Our European comrades don't have the gun rights needed to repel the millions of invaders that plague their country. They should be countries. They have no choice but to sit by and watch their countries burn. America can only be destroyed from the inside out. If our country falls, it will be the fault of traitors. This is why I see my action as faultless, because this isn't an act of imperialism, but an act of preservation. America is full of hypocrites who will blast my actions as sole result of racism, hatred of other countries, despite the extensive evidence of all the problems these invaders cause and will cause. People who are hypocrites because they support imperialistic wars that have caused the loss of tens of thousands of American lives and untold numbers of civilian lives. The argument that mass murder is okay when it is state sanctioned is absurd. Our government has killed a whole lot more people for a whole lot less. Even if other non-immigrant targets would have a greater impact, I can't bring myself to kill my fellow Americans. Even the Americans that seem hell-bent on destroying our country. Even if they are shameless race mixers, massive polluters, haters of our collective values, etc. One day they will see error of their ways, either when American patriots fail to reform our country and it collapses, or when we save it, but they will see the error in their ways. I promise you all that. 
I am against race mixing because it destroys genetics. Okay, here's the white supremacy shit. Because it destroys genetic diversity and creates identity problems. Yeah, he's kind of right about that. Also because it completely unnecessarily and selfish. Also because it's completely unnecessary and selfish. Second and third generation Hispanics from interracial unions at much higher rate than average. Yet another reason to send them back. Cultural and racial diversity is largely temporary. Cultural diversity diminishes as stronger and or more appealing cultures overtake weaker and or undesirable ones. Racial diversity will disappear as either race mixing or genocide will take place. But the idea of deporting or murdering all non-white Americans is horrific. Okay. You hear that? The idea of deporting all or murdering all non-white Americans is horrific. Many have been here at least as long as the whites and have done as much to build our country. The best solution to this for now would be to divide America into a confederacy of territories with at least one territory for each race. This Physical separation would nearly eliminate race mixing and improve social unity by granting each race self-determination within their respective territories. Okay, that's a little weird, but I don't know, man. There's where we dis kind of disagree. Because I like my black friends. I like my Hispanic friends. Both of my nephews are Hispanic. My son is Hispanic. I'm not willing to separate myself from my family members. And I have a nephew who is, ha who is quarter black. So he is not. No. I am not going to separate myself from them. My death is likely inevitable. If I'm not killed by the police, then I'll probably be gunned down by one of the invaders. Capture in this case if far worse is far worse than dying if far worse than dying during the shooting because I'll get the death penalty anyway. Worse still is that I would live knowing that my family despises me. This is why I'm not going to surrender even if I run out of ammo. If I'm captured, it will be because I was subdued somehow. Remember, it is not cowardly to pick low-hanging fruit, a.k.a. don't attack heavily guarded areas to fulfill your super soldier COD fantasy. Yeah, he played too many video games. <laughs> attack low-security targets. Even though you might outgun a security guard or policeman, they likely beat you in armor, training, and numbers. Do not throw away your life on an unnecessary, unnecessarily dangerous target. If a target seems too hot, live to fight another day. 
My ideology has not changed for several years. My opinions on automation, immigration, and the rest predate Trump and his campaign for president. I'm putting this here because some people will blame the president or certain presidential candidates for the attack. This is not the case. I know that the media will probably call me a white supremacist anyway and blame Trump's rhetoric. The media is infamous for fake news. Their reaction to this attack will likely just confirm that. Many people think that the fight for America is already lost. They couldn't be more wrong. This is just the beginning of the fight for America and Europe. I am honored to head the fight to reclaim my country from destruction. All right. So, Patrick Crucius, Crucius, whatever the fuck his name is. This is the guy who shot up the fucking Walmart in El Paso, Texas. And that's his manifesto. Now, I could have done this on YouTube, but YouTube would have deleted my channel if I did. Could have done this on Facebook, but Facebook would have suspended my account for 30 days. So I'm stuck with doing it here. <sighs> That's the sad world we live in, guys. This guy right here, he had a lot of demons. Um, this guy could have been red-pilled. Well, he was red-pilled to, the, to uh, what was going on, but not fully. He could have found out about different things that are going on. Like, for instance, MGTOW, men who are walking away from marriage, cohabitation, and uh, having children. Um... Again, I don't really particularly like these lone wolf guys, but can you imagine if there was three or four people doing this at the same time in the same place? How many bodies would have stacked up and how many police officers could have gotten harmed as well? This is what happens, media, when you demonize a race of people. This is what happens when you demonize some people on the side of politics you don't agree with. All right. And, you know, something I learned yesterday was that Democrats have tried to, to impeach every Republican since Reagan. People have filed articles of impeachment. And I guess someone else is saying that it's been every Republican since Eisenhower. I don't know what's going on, but this is what, what demonizing does. All right. You demonize white men. White men are going to go and do stupid shit like this. You need to... You also... Also, you want to know what would really solve this problem? What would really solve most of the problems in the United States? If you got rid of no-fault divorce, alimony, 
child support and abortion, this shit would end in a day. You'll see women stop being thoughties. Of course, if they are thoughts, they'll go and just have their tubes tied or snipped so they don't have any children so they can go around and be whores and spread diseases. Men? Most men would be looking for a girl who isn't going to be a thought. It's like nobody is even trying anymore. You know, to nobody is really trying to get married. They just want to fucking sleep around. Take it from a guy who slept around for 18 years. That's right, 18 years. So, but I'm not doing that shit anymore. That's why I've gone MGTOW. I'm a level three. Jumped from level two to level three a few months ago, and I ain't looking back. So, you guys hear the manifesto. You can tell that it's fucking, it's fucked up, but... Is he lying? That's the question. You can go over to my Facebook page. Look up Troy the Man. If you can't find that, then the link is Troy the Man, a.k.a. Deplorable. Hold on. I think it's Deplorable. It might be main Deplorable. Hold on. I'm going to double check that for you guys. Oh, come on. Yeah, I'm on my computer, not my phone. So. 